This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Hi, I'm Van Pugh, and I never left. Man, y'all see this Lakers-Pelicans trade? I mean, Anthony Davis has been rumored to be going to the Lakers all year. I mean... I'm just glad it finally happened. I think this trade was proposed a while ago. It was. But then, I don't know what what the difference was. Maybe the extra first-round picks or whatever. But nevertheless, the deal is done. It's done. Anthony Davis is now a Laker. Well, it'll be official in two weeks, I assume, or maybe three. Oh, my gosh. When I saw what the Pelicans got, the Pelicans are getting the number four pick, three more first-round picks, Lonzo, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram. That's crazy. They are building themselves a squad, and they keep Drew Holiday? And, um, I don't know. I don't know if you should keep, um, ah, man, what is his name? I don't think you should keep Julius Randle. Julius Randle and Zion, like, they're similar players. But if you want to keep Julius Randle, the stockpile talent, that's fine. Well, you can just trade them. Whatever they want to do is fine. They got a nice squad building some depth. All you got to do is get some veterans on that bench, and you got yourself a squad. And then in the future, too, who, who knows? what kind of position the Lakers will be in. There's no promises that they'll be, you know, one of the top teams. Still, if you even get a player in the late first round, that's good. And you get that in addition to whatever you pick in next in the next three drafts, that's pretty good. You are just stockpiling young talent. And if they are any good, you might have yourself a dynasty in the making. That's cool. I automatically thought the Pelicans won this trade. But then I was reading Twitter and I was like, wait a minute. Someone brought up free agency. How the Lakers could get Kimball Walker, Jimmy Butler, or even Kawhi Leonard. And now, now it gets interesting. Because if you get one of those three... It's over. It is over. It is a wrap. All you need is a good bench, is a veteran bench, and there you go. I mean, this is typical of teams who have a generational player like LeBron, and you're trying to win now. You get two stars, or you get one star to to pair with him, or to, to combine with him, and then you get a bunch of veterans around him, in the starting lineup and on the bench, then you got a squad. Look at the 98 Bulls. That's, that's just like that. Look at LeBron's championship team full of veterans coming off bench. I think that's the path the Lakers are going. They do this, and then these folks get old, they get injured, and then they got to rebuild or fall back. That's just how the game goes. When you're trying to win now, you, you stockpile veterans. That's what you do. And when you're trying to rebuild, you stockpile young talent. This is two, 
um, franchises going different directions, or are they? I don't know, man. I, I think the trade is even. The trade's even. I think both are going to be okay, but the Lakers will be better in the short term, obviously, but the Pelicans will be better in the long term. It's even to me. Now, I the idea of the Lakers getting, if they get Kawhi Leonard, that's the best case scenario. Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis? I don't know how you're going to pay all those guys, but if that was to happen, I'd be insane. This is probably not, though. I, I can better see, it'd be better if they do Kemba, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. That would be an insane uh, big three. And now I can see why Vegas had them as the second highest odds. Now it makes sense. Now it makes a lot of sense. I thought Vegas was crazy. I wasn't even thinking about the trade. Oh, and how about this? And what I was thinking was DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins, he signed a one-year deal with the Warriors. I mean, he's a free agent, right? They could get DeMarcus Cousins for cheap, and DeMarcus Cousins is getting healthy. Oh, my God. It's a wrap. If they get a healthy DeMarcus Cousins, see, I'm reading it right now. $5 million contract, unrestricted free agent. It's over. Even D'Angelo Russell is an unrestricted free agent. Well, he's not going back to the Lakers, but oh my God. look at Just look at this free agent list. I mean, come on. This is insane. I mean, well, maybe you can sign Rondo back, but at $9 million, I don't know, man. I don't know if you want him back. Um, oh my God! If you could get JJ Redick, oh my God, bro! If you get JJ Redick, or maybe if you get Kyrie Irving, oh boy! If you can, if you can somehow get Kimball Walker, maybe Kyrie Irving, one of the two, and you can get Demarcus Cousins, and you can get. Uh, J.J. Redick, even though Rondo would be cheaper coming off the bench, but that, whatever. If you can get that five, you get those five, I think there are they are at least a semifinal team. At least. That is ridiculous. Even Marcus Hall has a player option. He can, oh my God, $22 million. Even if you don't get the Marcus Cousins, you can get Marcus All for cheap, cheaper, because I don't think anyone's paying twenty-two million dollars for uh, Marcus Hall. I don't think so. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Like he's he goes from an all-star to just a regular starter. Like you don't pay twenty-two million dollars for that. I'm not even an expert in salary cap and NBA salary cap, but that just doesn't make sense to me, bro. It doesn't make sense. Oh my God, Boban, Bojan Bogdanovich, who like was averaging like twenty something a game when Victor Oladipo was out. No, get him. This guy when he was on the Wizards. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was mad when the Wizards let him go. Man, what? If you get Bojan, okay, JJ Reddick's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Bojan. That dude is a beast. Bruh, if you could get Kyrie Irving, oh my God, bruh. Oh my God. If you could get Kyrie Irving, you got Anthony Davis, LeBron James, you get Kyrie Irving, LeBron, um, DeMarcus Cousins, and Bojan Bogdanovich. Oh my God, son. Forget what I said about JJ Reddick. Get that guy. It is a wrap. They, they're they're going to sweep the Warriors. <laughs> KD and Clay ain't coming back. They will sweep the Warriors with that squad. If they put the right bench behind them, it is over. I'm telling you. Now, that's not enough to make me a Lakers fan. I am strictly with the Wizards. But, well, maybe a little bit the Thunder. I'm telling you, man. I, I really like what both teams are building, but I'd rather have, well, right now, the prospect of the Lakers, oh, my God. They're going to be dirty. They're going to be dirty. I mean, they're going to get one of them free agents, and that big three is going to be something dirty. It's going to be nasty, at least for a few years. Then LeBron is gone. AD is probably going to deteriorate and then whoever that third star is he's probably gone so like i said when you win in now you got stockpile those veterans so you can win as much as you can in the short term because when them players get old you're gonna have to rebuild and if you don't get the most out of them now you just wasted a bunch of time and then you know, the Pelicans and the Sons of the World are going to start, you know, bodying you because they got all the talent that has came up and developed, and you got the old guys who are rotting away. But for now, that is vicious, and their team is going to be nice. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, the Lakers, oh, my God. I, I can see the hype now. The Clippers, Clippers, you you better watch out. You better watch out, Clippers. I think the Lakers are back. Oh, but someone on Twitter said the Lakers are back like Texas. <laughs> and every time they say Texas is back, Texas loses like three or four games. But whatever. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. Um, well, I'm telling you, the Lakers are going to be nice. Uh, we'll see. Let's see, I really like this free agent list. I mean, you really... Oh, my God. Chris Middleton's a free agent? I'm telling you, this... Woo, boy. I'm telling you, this is going to be... Free agency might be the greatest thing ever right now. Because I'm going to be on pins and needles just waiting to see where everyone signs. Someone signing with the Lakers. How can you turn down... Playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Come on, man. Come on, man. And I got to laugh at the Knicks real quick. All these people thought the Knicks were getting Anthony Davis and KD. Even the Knicks probably thought. Even the Knicks front office thought they had a chance at these guys. Well, they might have a chance at Kawhi Leonard. I don't think they're getting Kawhi Leonard. But (laughs) I swear the NBA is like... Stupid, I'm not going to let you get the chance. The Knicks getting no mercy in free agency. None at all. 
oh well, that that that's not even a bad thing. Like if I was a Knicks fan, honestly, you look at R.J. Barrett and Dennis Smith Jr. and then Kevin Knox. You build around them. It's the Eastern Conference. You can make the playoffs with a losing record. All you gotta do is be okay, especially with Charlotte probably losing Kimball Walker. Like, if Charlotte doesn't give him the super max, if he doesn't accept the super max, then come on. I mean, come on. The East is wide open for eighth place. At least. Come on, man. You get him a year or two of RJ Barrett, um, Dennis Smith Jr., and Kevin Knox, and you add. Whoever else they're going to get, maybe all free agency, maybe. They might get some underrated signings. They might not get the big, big names, but they might get some, like, small names that'll fit their team well and the young players. I'm telling you, man, I think the Knicks, they're, like, maybe two or three years away. But I wouldn't be mad at building around those two young players. I mean, so you probably aren't getting KD. It doesn't matter anyway. He's out for a year. Um, not getting KD, most likely. Not getting Kawhi Leonard. Not getting Kyrie, most likely. (laughs) I mean, it sucks. It sucks at first, but honestly, the future is bright with R.J. Barrett. I promise you, that guy's lit. He was the number one pick in the draft, for sure. Slam dunk until Zion Williamson took over and Ja Morant started cooking. So, I'm telling you, man, the Knicks, I think the Knicks would be fine, but they're, they're like two or three years away. I, I wouldn't, it's funny that they're going to miss out on those big free agents y'all tried to tie them to, but at the end of the day, if R.J. Barrett is like that, which I think he is, they can build around him, and they'll be just okay. So, the Raptors won. The Raptors won the title. Man, I'm so happy because I was tired of the Golden State Warriors. A lot of people were. I'm so glad the Raptors just reached out and grabbed that title. I don't want to hear no excuses about injuries, how the Marcus Cousins wasn't 100%, and how KD wasn't playing, and yada, yada, yada. Kevin Looney, Kevon Looney, I don't want to hear it. You lost. You lost. You had Steph Curry, though. You had Klay Thompson for most of the series, except Game 5. But you won Game 5. So it's like, I don't want no excuses for, about the Warriors. They lost, okay? I'm so glad that they lost. I mean, the Raptors, they were too much, man. Siakam and Ibaka, they just getting a paint hook shot all day. They just, I was just waiting on some team with size and length to just pound them inside. And... It turns out the Raptors ended up being that team. Because it was because I guess the added element of them being able to shoot jumpers and shoot threes, that kind of stretched their defense a little bit. Because I think with big time post players against the Warriors, they probably doubled them to death and they are ineffective. But with these guys, see, they can take. They can kind of play small ball with you, kind of, because they can shoot the three. They can take you off the dribble, and, you know, they they can just shoot over you with that hook shot. 
They were killing them. And now that I think about it, um, when our Ibaka was on the Thunder, he was giving them trouble. I can see why they had a lot of trouble with the Thunder, too, because the Thunder had a similar combo. They had Durant, and they had Ibaka, and they couldn't stop him. Now, I'm not saying Siakam is as good as KD, but he has that length, and he can shoot. He has great range. He can shoot. Uh, he can shoot mid-range, and he can shoot threes, just like KD. Now, he may not be as good as KD, but he presents the same type of matchup problems that KD presented against the Warriors a few years ago. See, no one really mentioned that. I kind of see the similarities there. And then you got a scoring guard. I mean, I mean Lowry isn't Westbrook, but I can I can see it. I can see the patterns. So that's how you beat the Warriors, I guess. I mean, first of all, you got to be able to shoot. Got to be able to shoot. And you got to have athletic big men who can, um, who can stretch the floor and also get inside and get rebounds and defend. That's how you beat the Warriors. So if you can build a team like that, now I can see why the Bucks probably would have gave the Warriors problems too. They probably wouldn't have won, but they would have gave them problems too because they got kind of a similar setup. And the Sixers, Sixers too, they got the thing about they got Simmons and Embiid, but Simmons can't shoot. But they still had those tall athletic guys who can stretch the floor. And they got shooters on the outside. So, I mean, they got some bad matchups out there on the East. As much as we make fun of the Eastern Conference like I just did, there's some matchup problems there. But I'm glad the Raptors won. Kawhi Leonard, I think I'm a fan now. He just, I can see why people considered him a top two player in the league before he got hurt. He is amazing. He can score from anywhere on the floor. He can take people off the dribble. He can get to the rim. He can defend. I can see why now. I can see why he's one of the top five players in the league, maybe top three. I can see it now. You know, he's Jordan-esque, the way he plays. The way he plays is Jordan-esque, but he's not Jordan. But he's, he's pretty he's pretty good, okay? And I hope he stays with the Raptors, honestly. I can see him staying with the Raptors, but if he don't, hey, I'd love to see where he go. It'd make great TV, great drama. I'm telling you, that, that, that would be so dope, for real. Oh, uh, before I move on to my next topic, <laughs> the Washington Valor are up 20 against the Albany Empire, and apparently the Albany Empire are the number one seed, and they beat Washington twice. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. They are smoking them. They are having themselves an empire pack, <laughs> and I'm not talking about TV. So, <laughs> they are killing them, man. I hope they keep it up. Don't let them come back. You know what I'm saying? You haven't beaten them all season. Don't let them fools come back. Hey, the Washington Valor kind of piqued my interest because I saw that game they played against Columbus and how tight it was and how dramatic it was, even though it's kind of mad they ran the same three plays. But they beat them, and that, that game was insane, man. It had an insane ending. But, nevertheless... I plan to go see the Washington Valor at the end of the season against Columbus. I may go to a playoff game if it's not too expensive. We'll see. But, you know, I kind of like that team. I just need to watch them more often. 
So the next thing I wanted to talk about was the OU softball. Yeah. No, before OU softball, the Raptors. Speaking of the Raptors, the GM, <laughs> man, this guy, man, apparently he got in a fight with security guard over credentials. Come on, that's silly. I think the security guard was a hating Warriors fan. I think truly he was. But that's not why I bring up this GM. I'm a Wizards fan. And the Wizards have been trying to recruit this guy to come to D.C. Apparently, his wife is from D.C. And there's rumors that Barack Obama was recruiting him to come to D.C. I would love to have him here. Does this watch how he built that that Raptors team? Sure, the Wizards swept them not too long ago. But also, they also beat the Wizards in six. But the Wizards gave him some... But still, they were still a really good team, and they've won a lot of games, and he has a lot to do with it. I would love to have that here in D.C. They offered him $10 million, apparently. Would love to have him here. Would love to have him here. But I can't see it. I don't think he's leaving Toronto. If he does, love to have him. See what he can do with this wall contract and this bill thing. I mean, and of course, his number nine pick. Let's let's see what we can do here, cause it's a tough one. I don't know who you're gonna put in that office. It's not gonna be easy. This is not a, this is not an easy situation. See how I go though. Okay, now let's talk about OU softball. OU softball loss. Right after I called them the best team ever. They lose to Wisconsin, probably the last team I wanted them to lose to because, you know, I don't really like them. My friend who's a Wisconsin fan who I just ran with today, shout out to Emily who moved to D.C., by the way. Um, I can't stand them. I really can't. Um, Sometimes more than Texas, but maybe that's going too far, but. Out of all the teams to lose to to end your 40-game winning streak against, you lose to Wisconsin. Thank God they came back the next game and shut them out. Uh, Thank God. Then, of course, they annihilated Northwestern. No one remembers what happens in that series. Boom. We annihilate them. We move on. Play Alabama. Of course, Alabama gives us trouble every time. It don't matter how good OU is, Alabama, even though they're always a notch, I don't say a notch, they're like a half a step worse than OU program-wise. Like they, we, we always have the better team, but they always give us trouble. Always. So, of course, we barely beat them the first time. We spank Oklahoma State again. We haven't beat... Oklahoma State hasn't beat us since I was a freshman at OU. That's a long time. Damn, that was really eight years ago. Man, the time really flies. Um, then play Alabama again, they lose. Alabama exposes them. Then they spank Alabama the second game, as I predicted, because I knew Alabama wasn't built for what 
OU was going to do to them in the, you know, game to go to the title game, to the title. And then they play UCLA. UCLA beats them so bad, I turned the game off. I turned... UCLA was beating them so bad, I turned it off. At 11-1, to 1, I was like, man, screw this. I'm playing Madden. It's over. They were getting spanked. I called them the best team ever. They have been. They were getting their tails whooped. Ever since Wisconsin beat them. They've been they biting and clawing ever since. They weren't annihilating people. And then they they fought in that UCLA game, the second game, but they lost. UCLA just had their number. I don't think I'm really hesitant to say UCLA is the better team. I mean, they I guess they are. They beat them three times. So I guess they are. They spanked them three times. They spanked them twice and then edged out the third game. So it's like, uh, the best team ever. You can't beat UCLA. Great. Foot in mouth. But this is typical. This is typical. Um, who are these seniors again? Mm. Well, these three seniors, this, you know, Shay Knighton, uh, Fale of You, and then Sidney Romero. That crew, that era, this is an era of players where you underestimate them, they prove you wrong. You hype them up too much, they lose. Typical, 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 typical of this group. But it's okay, they've done a lot. They're they're legends, and they're on USSA softball, all three of them. How? How did they get all three of them? Man. Those kids really grew up, man. Sidney Romero and Folly of You. I remember when they were freshmen and I was a senior, a grad school senior, and these kids would, would come through Einstein's. I'm like, who the hell are they? Before the season started. And then when the season started and I saw them play, I was like, they're pretty good. <laughs> these kids are pretty good. They are really good. So I'm thankful for them. I'm mad at how it ended this year and last year. At least this year, I wasn't there to watch it. So whatever. The dynasty continues because Patty Gasso is queen and she will get her own statue. And that's that's it, man. Oh, you softball will be fine. I'm just disappointed. I'm very disappointed in them. But it's okay. We'll be okay. Um, so my last topic is Team USA Women's Soccer. Bruh, who cares about their celebrations? It's soccer. Like, at least they not like baseball. Baseball, man, these clowns celebrate after every pennant. Come on, son. Like, man, I, I have more problems with their celebration than soccer. I mean, the goals, I mean, it is what it is. They celebrate every goal. Like, I don't, I'm not really worried. So I don't know. Who cares? My biggest thing is, why was Thailand even there in the first place if they're that bad? If they're that bad, why are they there in the first place? If you're going to have teams that are that bad in the World Cup, 
you might as well shrink it to 16 teams. If we're going to have teams, because Thailand, they're bad. But the teams that beat are even worse. I was like, if they're this bad, then the teams they beat must be horrible. Man, they beat Cambodia. And they beat some other East Asian team. Like 11 nothing, 12 nothing, And then the team they beat 12 nothing beat uh, Timor Reste or something. Timor Este or whatever they are. They beat them 12 nothing. So I'm like, man, these teams are trash, man. Don't even include them, bro. Don't even include them, son. Like, let it be 1-16. Come on, son. Or at least, if you're going to put them in it, just don't put that on TV. Don't nobody want to see that. Come on, man. The teams was trash. Man, that team was trash, bro. The D.C. soccer pickup team, a D.C. soccer pickup team would have beat them. Man, come on, man. Y'all playing games right now. That's my thing. Why were they there in the first place? Screw the celebrations. Why was Thailand there in the first place? I know East Asians are probably not going to like that because it maybe have a, re- a racist undertone. But I'm not being racist. I'm being dead ass. Like, why? If it's going to be, if y'all going to be that bad, just shrink the field and keep teams like that out of it. So we don't have to see that anymore. Whatever, man. I don't think that's happening. This is an aberration, most likely. More than the norm. But if you really want to avoid something like this happening again, shrink the field. That's just me. That's all I got, man. I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GOAT Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.